following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, hey, it's a great day to be together. We're still talking about fear not. I I just feel like it's such an important topic because so many people are afraid. I pray with people every single day that are afraid of coronavirus. You know, God does not want you to be afraid of that. I know it's very uh, real. I know that we've all heard stories or known people, and I'm not underestimating that, but I'm saying that we can't live our lives day by day in fear or afraid, and God doesn't want us to live our lives afraid of anything. He is greater. I think sometimes when we're afraid, we think we're bigger. No, he's bigger. He's greater. He's bigger. He's more powerful. And he's our loving heavenly father. He wants us to live a life free, you know, and we respect God. We're not afraid of God. Sometimes we feel like that is something that people are afraid of God. He doesn't want us to live afraid of him. We want to honor him and respect him. You know, I had a grandfather who was very tall. We're talking six five. He he was a very big man, size fifteen shoe, and he was a World War II veteran and hero. He had two purple hearts. And my grandfather had a forty acre farm. He was a principal of a school. He had a tobacco field in Kentucky. He had cows. He was a farmer and he was a veteran, obviously. When grandpa came in He was hot. He was tired. He was hungry. He had worked out in the fields all day. We, he sat at the head of the table and grandma had made a great meal. My grandmother was queen of really delicious hot meals. And that's why I'm always giving you guys recipes. I gave you that lemon chicken with uh, feta cheese the other day. You got to go back and hear that. That was good. Anyway, grandpa, when, when he came in, we honored him. We respected him. We loved him dearly. And I think about grandpa because when he came for dinner, we couldn't eat until he was home. So grandma's making all this good stuff and we're hungry. And, you know, we wanted to pick and, you know, just get a snack and get a bite and pick and pick, pick. No, we had to wait till grandpa had cleaned up and come in and sat down at the table. And it was just grandma's way of honoring him, of respecting him, waiting for him And then the other funny thing, and I don't know if your grandparents were like this, but the six o'clock evening news. So it's not like that today because we watch news 24 seven. Right. But at the time. So when the six o'clock, so he would have dinner about five and then the six o'clock evening news. And when that came on, quiet, no wrestling in the family room, no roughhousing. Grandpa was watching the news. And so we, we gave him that quiet time and that respect time. And then we could play again or go outside and catch lightning bugs and all kinds of fun stuff that happened on a farm. But, you know, he was really a picture of how we should fear the Lord. You know, we're not afraid of God. We love God. My grandfather was so tall and I'm tall. I'm five foot ten. And I remember when he would give me a hug, he would pick me up. My feet would come off the ground and that's how strong he was. And he could just, he hugged you so tight and would lift you up and your feet would be off the ground and he'd swing you around. 
And that is a picture of Father God. That is a picture. God would, if if he could physically in the person grab you, he would hold you, hug you so tight and put, pick you up, swing you around, and your feet would come off the ground. Not a worry in the world, not a fear in the world when I was with my grandfather. He was a big guy and fought in World War II. And when it was time to eat, we respected him. We honored him. We waited on him to come to the table. And, you know, that's that's how the fear of the Lord should be. We don't want to be afraid of people. I, I want to read you that scripture one more time about the fear of the Lord. It says in Genesis. Um, oh, no, I got it wrong. Hold on just a second. I had it for you. Um, the fear of the Lord. Now, now that I lost it. No, here it is. Isaiah eight thirteen. Fear not. And no one except Yahweh, commander of angel armies. That's the only one that we're to honor. Honor him as holy. Be in awe before him with the deepest reverence. So we're to fear the Lord, but we're not to be afraid of people. We, we aren't to be afraid of people. And this really ties together because you should live your life to the audience of one. The one capital O N E the one that's God. He's above you. You walk your life out before him and he's the one that we should honor and and care about what he thinks, but not to be afraid of people. God doesn't want us to be afraid of people. It says in Proverbs 29, 25 fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. You know, in King David, it says in Psalm 56, 1, it says when the Philistines had seized him in Gath, David said, be merciful to me, my God, for my enemies are in hot pursuit all day long. They press their attack. You know, we don't have to be afraid of enemies. We don't have to be afraid of people. We don't have to be afraid of other believers. You know, I, I think about uh, in Galatians two eleven, Paul says, when Peter came to Antioch, so Peter and Paul had a scuffle. Isn't that funny? I just think that's funny. Peter and Paul had a scuffle. I mean, really good guys, aren't they? You know, I mean, these are both two really good guys, Peter and Paul. <clears throat> but in Galatians 2.11, it says, when, when Cephas, that's Peter, came to Antioch, I used to oppose him to his face. That's Paul, that's Paul said, I used to oppose him to his face because he stood condemned. For before certain men came from James, he used to eat with the Gentiles. But when they arrived, he began to draw back and separate himself from the Gentiles because he was afraid of those who belonged to the circumcision group. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? So, you know, Peter, he was he was really attentive to all of these, you know, rules and uh, everything. And, and so he and Paul just, they didn't see eye to eye on that. And Peter You know, he was actually afraid of those that belonged to the circumcision group. So Peter and Paul had to hash that out. But, you know, God doesn't want us to be afraid of of one another. Even your Christian friends, you don't have to be afraid of them. What you want to be have is a healthy fear of the Lord and honoring him and respecting him. And we want to recognize our fears because he will deliver you from fear. A hidden enemy is the most dangerous because you don't want to blame your situation on another person or on another situation. We have to analyze our fear because otherwise we don't, we can't recognize it. We can't get free from the fear. So force this fear into your conscience, conscious mind. You don't want to keep it in the subconscious. 
The Bible says that perfect love casts out fear. And God doesn't want us afraid. His love will cast it out. So there's so many promises with it. What I want you to do is renew your mind with God's word and his promises about casting out fear. Uh, One thing you can do is just begin to praise God. Raise your hands, raise your voice, set time alone and worship God and say, God, I'm not going to be afraid of this. You know, it says in Proverbs 325, have no fear of sudden disaster or of ruin that overtakes the wicked. We, we don't even have to be afraid of disasters. So try to remember the last time you were terribly afraid and what caused it and ask some friends like, hey, are you afraid of the same thing? Or ask some friends, you know, is this rational? Is this real? You know, if a lion was chasing you, you should be afraid. When, when we were in Kenya, we did a safari and our Jeep was up next to this other Jeep looking at cheetahs, literally one next to the other. And the cheetah jumped on the roof of our open top Jeep. This thing was so huge. He covered the whole opening. So his paws are on the front and his little back feet are holding on to the back. And he's looking down in at the passengers <laughs> he's looking his lips and he's mm. he's looking down and his tail is swinging down into the jeep and so we're in the jeep right next to them and they're literally petrified i mean this was legit fear right and then we're thinking oh no he's coming to us next and he did so he crawls over to our jeep And then he jumped off and ran away like so fast. I cannot tell you. We were so thrilled to be rid of him. (laughs) He was beautiful. He was very beautiful. And we have it on video. So if you don't believe me, I have it on, on video. But sometimes, you know, we have to just discuss these fears with our friends. Like, was that legit? Yeah. Well, he could have eaten us. Like, he could have at least, like chewed one of our arms off or something you know it it was a legit fear and we trust me we were all praying and glad that he jumped off but first you know just discuss it with a friend and say is this a real a real fear did you know that the bible actually says that what the wicked dread will come upon them so that's the reason we want to like live our lives in honoring god right um proverbs 10 24 what the wicked dread will overtake them, but what the righteous desire will be granted. So the desires of the righteous are going to be granted. So that's another reason why we want to walk tight with God. Uh, it says that in Psalm 23, 4, which you all know the Psalm, but even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. Why? Why? Because you are with me, God. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. One more verse, Psalm 27, 1, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I love that because God, he, he wants to be your anchor. He wants to be your rock, your strength. Take every fear and cast it upon him. Every single fear. You know, when Peter, Peter was a fisherman and he had, James and John and all the, the, the buddies that were fished together, they were always awestruck over the miracle of catching fish. And Jesus said to them once, he said, you know, don't yield to fear, Simon, Peter, because now you're going to catch men. Jesus was constantly telling the disciples, don't be afraid. You don't need to be afraid. Trust in me. Put your hope in me. 
So whatever it is today, I'm going to pray that God will deliver you of that fear, whether it's of coronavirus, hospitals, basements, fear of others, fear of man, fear of your boss, fear of, I, what, I don't know, what are you afraid of? God, I pray that today you would set us completely free of all fear. We release it to you now. We trust you. We look to you and we ask you to help us to have calm and peace. Give us hope today, free of fear in Jesus name. Amen. Well, amen. Hey, if you, if you missed the previous shows, this is the last one on Fear Not. I want you to go to jennifer-jackson.org. That's right, jennifer-jackson.org. Catch up on shows, get some recipes. There's some prayer cards there, all sorts of resources. Hey, uh, you can even sign up to be on the show. I would love to interview you. We have a guest that's coming right up that you don't want to miss because this is an exciting interview, a very interesting story. So stay right here.